What's up, y'all? Welcome to CO Uncut, a Haitian-American-led podcast, purpose to entertain, relate, support, and educate. With your hosts, Sarah Obama, Jay, and Shirley Door underscore. Hey, Linda, Jay, how y'all doing today? This well rested. Time. Yeah, I'm great. Y'all, I lost the Pop-Tart. I had a Pop-Tart here for me to eat after my nap. I don't know where it's at. So I'm a little sad. I'm not going to lie to y'all. That sounds like ants. Yeah. Okay. Well, we should find it. welcome to another episode of CO Uncuts. I'm your host, Barack Obama, a.k.a. Siwa Obama, un creole, pasquim douce. And I'm joined here today by my co-host. Go ahead, Jay, introduce yourself. Jay Stiffer. Hilltop Jay, a.k.a. Um, Jay Stiffer. Valentine's Day Jay. I'm still I'm still coming up over uh, that, whatever that day was. I hate Valentine's Day. Can we talk about that? No, no, we asked if you celebrated it, and then you said, whatever the Bob is, whatever the Bob is. Yeah, but the thing is, on Valentine's Day, the vibe changes unorganically because you can literally be sitting at home having a great time, right? And then Shorty's going to go on her timeline and see everybody posting their little uh, uh, this, this, that, and the third. And so now, oh, oh I get a text. Do you want to go out for Valentine's Day? You know I don't want to go out for Valentine's Day, but you know what? Fine. <laughs> Let's go out for Valentine's Day. So I think, all right, bet. You should have planned it. I got this it. dope ramen You should have planned it. No. How you going to vibe at home? Plan what? Don't listen to Shirley and Alize and Paul Poppy with this bullshit. I'm not celebrating Valentine's Day. You know you know you're supposed to do something on Valentine's Day. Stop. I do. A, I do. Anyway. You know Valentine's Day you supposed to do something. Don't make it seem That's... like she did it out of nowhere. No, 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 no. First nah, of all, nah. in my specific, in my specific, I have February privilege. So my birthday is next week. Her birthday was a week ago. Why are we not just focus on the birthdays? But that's because fine. It's but Valentine's Day. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I'm gonna play into it, right? So I go to my little ducked off ramen spot downtown on on Lake Eola. Nobody, you know, nobody be in there. It's on the white side of town. So like, it always got room, right? We walk in there. It's eight thirty. The girl at the front desk tells us it's a two hour wait. The place closes at ten. So that's strike one. People you know, out here, you people know out here playing games. All right, the people, people that don't was. eat ramen, people don't eat ramen all year, and all of a sudden want to take up all the seats at my ramen spot. That's cool though. All right, <laughs> we go to we go to my backup spot. It's on the lake. It's over on a. Uh, 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 I'm not even gonna tell y'all where it's over because people are gonna start eating sushi and stuff. We go over there. No parking. What you thought this was, y'all? Y'all motherfuckers think this is a game. Nah. Y'all think it's a game. You should have planned it. You should have had a reservation. Did you even get her flowers? Y'all don't be respecting women. And that's my problem with y'all. You know Valentine's Day is the day you're supposed to have reservation. You're supposed to go out to eat. You're supposed to, like, you know, show her appreciation. Yeah, you. Yeah, every day is Valentine's Day. And you're supposed to appreciate your girl every day. But that specific day is the day you're supposed to do it. Just like hey, Black right. History Month. Every month is Black History Month, but February, we go above and beyond on February because it's Black History Month. Nah, you know what like the problem know? is? You know what the problem is? I refuse us. to let white men 
tell me when I can appreciate my black queen. And her, I consider her birthday That's fine, but a holiday. Your black queen we is going to be up. left out. Your black queen is going to be left out. And now she's going to feel like a piece of shit. Because on the day you're supposed to be celebrating love, you celebrating, let me mind my fucking business. And let me, like, not, let me be rebellious for no fucking reason. Yeah, Shirley's here, by the way. Let's go ahead and bring in Shirley. <laughs> Hi, Shirley. Shirley, you, you been listening? You heard what he said? The whole time, yes. I ain't done yet. Oh, some, go ahead. some bullshit. You know, All right. I got on my backup spot, right? Ducked off spot on the lake. Beautiful spot. We've been there all the time. I pull in there. They got parking. They invented new parking for all the new people that don't even eat sushi. Been eating DiGiorno pizzas and, and Publix fried chicken all year. And then the one, the one Sunday out of the year, y'all want to be fancy. Y'all come take up all the spots in my place. All right. That's strike two. Strike three. Go to Georgiano's on Sand Lake to get some pizza. We pay, we pay them in traffic on the way there. It's a it's a 25 to 30 minute drive from downtown to Sand Lake. On the way, we pay to make sure that we can pick up our bottle, pick up our pizza, and go back to the crib. Like we should have done from the jump, but that's fine. You we get there. You should have had a reservation. Go on. We get there. Them folks haven't even put our pizza in yet. I'm glad you're not my Valentine because. You ain't you didn't plan shit. You're right. I'd be busy planning your birthday, but you know it's cool. You happy do Valentine's both. Day. Why you can't do both? Happy Valentine's Why Day. Why you can't do both? What's the problem? Excuse me. Like, what is the extra? Like what is what is so hard? Cause I like showing out. Why you can't do both? I don't. I don't have Michael. Both? I don't have Michael B. Jordan money yet, so I can't run out an aquarium and get you seafood, get you crab legs in a private aquarium. I can't she do that right now. She didn't ask for anything. Okay. She yeah. asked if I wanted to do something for Valentine's Day, me in my mind having to know that she's going to see y'all showing out on Valentine's Day all up and down her timeline. So You are not the girl. You don't get to choose. Wow. You, if you are not the girl. You don't get to Valentine's choose. Day for... Is for Valentine's Day is for women? Yes. Oh. Shout out to my crush though. Our communication was great. It just changed right around nine o'clock on Valentine's. Your communication, you should have something planned. Anyway, go ahead, Shirley, introduce yourself. Go back to sleep, Sarah. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Shirley Dolmore. What's up, Linda? How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm just hanging in. And guys, we have a special guest today. As you can see, her name is Linda. And what does she do? She motivates. That's right. <laughs> so would you like to introduce yourself, Linda? Well, the name says it all. I am Linda, a.k.a. She Motivates. I motivate. That's it. I just motivate. I like that. I motivate Straight you to get your point. entire life right in every which way. Mentally, spiritually. In every way, sexually, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, you came to the right place. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So, let's jump into current events. So, what did Boosie say? Um, so, apparently, Boosie said that 
Lori is a simp? I saw the video. Did you guys see the show? He wasn't. He didn't say that she was a simp. He was saying, he was like, she ain't all of that. Plus, she got a she got a reputation. You were basically telling Michael B. Jordan to not pursue. He shouldn't have pursued her because she's not that special. I heard him say in the video. First of all, I don't know why this even came up for him, but he said that why I don't understand why are women championing Lori when it's the niggas that is running through her. She ain't running through niggas. Oh. oh. So they said, yeah, no disrespect. He tried to be like, he, it sounded like he tried not to be rude and it ended up being extra rude. Even rude. Why people keep asking? Boozy questions. That's my question. I, I would <laughs> question. For his but no, I, I appreciate his opinion. Let me tell you something. That's how a lot of these niggas think. And sometimes when you when everybody keeps getting canceled and, and every like the world is all PC, they be fake acting like that's not how they think. But that's how they think. But Lori running through these niggas. <laughs> Lori is running through these niggas. Um, but, but I too. That niggas are running through Lori. I too would like to know why we constantly keep asking uh, Boosie questions, um, knowing that he's just gonna say something. He's just in gonna say the incorrect he's way. Just gonna say something mm -hmm. that's gonna be hurting y'all feelings. They think he's funny. They think he's funny, but this is what them them um this is what them niggas think. Ridiculous. Who did this interview again? Vlad. Vlad. Mm. Yeah, we not even rocking with Vlad. So no no parts of this is valid. Vlad Ben got canceled by uh faithful black men. Uh Vlad is, is a is a culture vulture and he gets people locked up. Mm. So yeah, we're we not rocking with Vlad. So there you go. On behalf of faithful black men across the nation, we don't we don't claim those comments. We want no <laughs> smoke with Miss uh Laura Harvey, uh or her father. We want no we want no beef, really. Right. Right. It's because she has such a wholesome father and a wholesome mother. I'm actually I'm actually a fan. I'm trying to be like her when I grow up. You trying to run through these niggas? You, you don't like niggas though. Running through these niggas. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like niggas though. How does you think work? she like these niggas? She got I her mean, little her little birthday vacation paid for by future and then dip. And leave. Mm. If, if anybody would like to sponsor my great. bachelorette party, that would be great. <laughs> sponsor. <sighs> sponsor. I'm looking for sponsorship. Um, if you guys have any sponsor, I have some sponsorship opportunities um for my birthday. And I can put your little logo on my recap videos and shit. Disgusting. So, make some money. <laughs> That's terrible. Make some money and run through these niggas. That's what I want to do. Mm. Uh, before that, um, Shirley, how was your weekend? My weekend was great. I took a break. I took a break. I lived life. I did my little self-love journey, self-care journey thing that people got in their feelings for because apparently when you have a boyfriend, you're not allowed to go out by yourself on a date. Wow. You're damn right. Why? I gotta, I gotta be around I in case know. I gotta fight these movies. Like, people were just like, 
there is there's two sides of the coin there are people who are like oh my gosh i love this like people need to do more like this so definitely giving accolades to the people that like we're super like i wish i could do this this is something that i want to do i would love to embark in this journey as well and then there are those who are just like you have a boyfriend why aren't you going out with your boyfriend but i think someone also mentioned isn't it, it well aren't you aren't you making a statement when you do it on valentine's day and i was like no i happen to be off on sunday and valentine's day happened to fall on a sunday mm -hmm. if it was a weekday i would have stayed my ass at home because i work on weekdays yeah i want to hear Sarah's so, take on this since valentine's oh yeah day has to be a, a so, valentine's holiday. Day you, so valentine's day you were not with your boyfriend you went out on your own i don't celebrate valentine's day <laughs> now the girl in this case does not celebrate valentine's day did he do and he probably didn't he didn't do anything for you i mean it could be like if you continuously like well shirley and and chap have better communication than 99.9 percent .9 of y'all antibacterialists <laughs> so so who's that y'all directed in at? that case <laughs> In that case, I feel like their communication is good enough to be like, hey, I don't want to celebrate that. Like, I'm sure Shirley specifically said she don't want to celebrate Valentine's Day, and then now they don't celebrate Valentine's Day or whatnot. But in the other cases, y'all don't have that communication, and your girl celebrates Valentine's Day, and you decide, oh, I don't want to celebrate Valentine's Day. You in the wrong. You better get your fucking reservation ready or ask her. You know what I mean? Like... But you can't just not celebrate Valentine's Day. Right. I think I think if my partner, if Chap said to me he wants to celebrate Valentine's Day this year, maybe I'll do it. But I feel like there's supposed to be like a collaboration. So there's compromise. Mm -hmm. I don't have to celebrate Valentine's Day every year. I don't like Valentine's Day. I just I don't like it. I just don't believe in celebrating it. I don't think you have to give me gifts on this day. I would appreciate you gave me a gift every week, every month, every two months, every three months. I don't want to be gifted on Valentine's Day. I want to be gifted whenever you feel like you want to show me appreciation. That's just how I feel. So I don't pressure anybody to show me love on Valentine's Day. If it is a preference of yours, if you're like, no, I want to celebrate this because it's nationally accredited and you know everybody and their mama doing it, do your thing. However, I'm not <clears throat> going to do it. Mm. How about and, you, Linda? How was your weekend? It was great. I'm with Shirley. I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Mm. Is there a reason? There's no reason. I just feel I'm I'm a more I'm the type of person that believes that if you love me, you can show it to me any time of year. The only day that is important to me that I'll make it clear to any guy is my birthday. But other than that. I'm good. I had a great Valentine's Day weekend. I did not have a Valentine's. I didn't get nothing on Valentine's, but the conversations I had on Valentine's Day <laughs> and the shit that was going on was just so fucking happy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was just so happy. I don't know why. Like, everything was just so fucking funny that day. It was, it was crazy. That's true. Was Valentine's was funny. funny. I laughed at people <laughs> posts on that day. I go on Facebook just to people watch. Oh my god! I got tired of Valentine's Day. I was like, okay, we get it. They light candles on the floor and they put roses. Mm -hmm. 
Who gonna clean that up first? That's what I be saying. Like, don't be putting no rose petals in my. Don't be putting rose petals in my thing if you're not gonna clean it up. Candles, I rose petals. Who go through all the melted candles? Yeah. Remove all that wax on the floor. Yeah. Stupidness. If you don't buy me a bottle of Ciroc and then just put one big um candle next to it. Yeah, I hate doing rich people stuff, but then expect the girl that you whining and dining to clean it up. Don't yeah. put no roses on the floor with candles melting on my damn flow. And then no. I gotta clean it up because you what you gave me some date today, like <laughs> or or pussy, because we do this thing. What? No. No, I said for some vagina because we don't discriminate. Right. Oh. Oh yeah. Well, Let me put those petals on the floor. We ain't gonna pick it up. I'm not. I'm not cleaning up. I'm not cleaning up your Valentine's Day treat for me. You better hire a maid. <laughs> With that money you so, save on a reservation. Did I put this card in it? I don't know if I put this card in it. So Valentine's Day was making people cry. People were very upset. Yeah. Over other people's Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> I think I put this. Because I had a friend who boyfriend got her a gift and she she said, Oh, she said thank you and gave him a hug. And bitches wanted him, they wanted her to jump on his dick for the gift that she gave him. And I'm like, why are y'all worried about? They're like, oh, you ain't gonna kiss him, or oh, you're not gonna show no affection. Oh, some people didn't even get texts today. Like, okay. bitch, ain't nobody text you today. Why is that my problem? Why, like, ain't nobody text you today? Did you need a text? What's your number? I just sent her a text. Cause I'm just confused why everybody was worried. I don't know why everybody was worried about other people Valentine. I was confused. They was going. They, they was were going. mad. They ain't having Valentine's. That's what Valentine's they do to people. They get well. I don't know about the men, but the women they get people mad. Mind your business and work on yourself so you can find that man that you're looking for or the woman. Hello. For. Oh, speaking of find that man and woman that you're looking for, here's a third. Uh, here's a third one. Um. B. Simone is back in the headlines for a viral video regarding manifesting love. Did y'all see the video? Yeah, I posted I the everything. Let me, let me, let me give you my think piece. Oh look, cause she wrote. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, while you getting your think piece, let me explain to the listeners. Um, mm -hmm. so um, B. Simone uh, basically, I guess, did like a little challenge. Um, she said, well, you're looking for the perfect man. Write a list of your perfect man. He got to be tall. He got to be dark. He got to be He got to be financially stable. He got to be a family man. He got to be all this. And make a list of what type of woman that he would need by his side. Mm -hmm. So you can become that woman. And um, I really do feel like people just don't fucking like be small. <laughs> Cause I don't, I don't see what was the problem and why it was such a big deal. But everybody was very, very upset, as if, well, as if, um, yeah, he gotta be financially fit. He gotta be financially uh, uh set, and he gotta be fit. I don't want to do that. 
why I gotta be financially uh, stable if he financially stable and why I gotta be fit if he fit why he can't like my fat ass and I just want him to be fit like they just want to be hypocrites which I really love hypocrites because the world is full of hypocrites and mm -hmm. that shows that you're not PC because I feel like everybody's bullshitting here's the concern okay. so this, this happens a lot in therapy like I'll have Whenever I work with mainly women, because mainly women come to therapy. Um, and when we're in therapy, you'll have people who are like, um, without revealing any any self-disclosing information, you'll have women who are like pursuing relationships and they're not finding a partner. And then they'll have this long list of expectations and not even meet the needs of those expectations but want that from somebody else. Mm -hmm. And what B. Simone said was she was like, well, she mentioned something about a gas tank. And I I kid you not, like three days before she did, she made that post. Someone said that in our therapy session, I wrote the quote down and the B. Simone come out with, I'm like, perfect timing. So right before the next session, I was like, let me screenshot this and save this and send it to my client so we can talk about it in session. And what what I discovered is that people are trying to 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 find the solution to their problems in their partner, mm -hmm. right? And they're looking for comfort, they're looking for support, they're looking for all of this for somebody else that they don't even have within the, within themselves. And then when their values and expectations aren't met, they pull the he ain't shit or black men ain't shit or Haitian men ain't shit. When in reality, you're trying to meet some expectations that you couldn't even meet yourself. So it's true. If you have the value of family, but you don't value your family, what are you, why are you looking for a, 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 a valued person who values their family if you don't even value your family? What's the intentions of that? Like, why And, and how is that relationship going to work if you don't also value the same thing that that person values? You don't also have the same expectation for yourself that you have that you're expecting from somebody else. Yeah, pretty much. But I, I, what was the what was the backlash about? Because they uh, is it just they don't like the messenger because they they not fucking with them. Um, I, I, yes. I definitely think if Michelle Obama was like, let me tell you guys about the and the importance of manifesting your love. See me and Barack. <laughs> I I promise you. It's if the messenger. Michelle delivered the same message with poise and empathy. They wouldn't feel no type of way. It's because it's B Simone. And Auntie Michelle knows how to talk without being annoying. Right. I think it's just how yeah. the message. I the mess I got the message, and she's right. You cannot have high expectations for someone else that you don't have for yourself. If you have a high bar for someone else, you need the high bar for yourself. Now, what is the next step? Because I am, I am who I'm looking for. So now, what I do? Now, what I do? Cause uh, I'm financially, I'm financially stable. You know what I'm saying? I got my own place. My car paid off. You know what I'm saying? I'm cute. I ain't somebody cute. You know what I'm saying? I get. You know, I I, I always take a shower. There's some men out here not taking showers. I be taking showers. You know what I mean? I I I keep. I keep myself done, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I always smelling good. Now, where can I find me?
I don't know. You gotta be you. You gotta be like Lori Harvey and. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you better act Lori Harvey. She'll let you know. You gotta you you gotta you gotta go through these niggas. <laughs> you see, she went through all them niggas and she found Michael B. Jordan. You see how good God is. God gave her all these toxic ass niggas, and then she found Michael B. Jordan. I don't know if my I can't tell you if Michael B. Jordan ain't toxic. He went from a white woman to a black woman, but um, could be anything. Yeah, that video that the internet found of Michael B. Jordan and that uh, doing that music video for that white lady was crazy. So, oh, the one I that I told you, I'm still Did upset. You just seen the Michael B. Jordan um that music video uh when he was on the beach with the white girl. Don't uh, go look Jay it up. Just you can have your preferences. Like I, you can date. Like I used to date Asians, and I used to date only Puerto Ricans, and now I date Haitian. Now I'm in relationship with Asians, so I completely understand. You can do what you want to. But did you make a music video on the beach? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. To... I don't know. I gotta find. I gotta find somewhere. I gotta find. Um... I gotta find me somewhere. I don't know where I would be. Shout out to taking showers. What? <laughs> what? That that was that was uh, on Sirox's list. Yeah, you know some niggas just be musty. I don't know why. Like, you know why you musty? Especially in Florida, because it'd be like cool in the morning, like when you leave the house, but then by afternoon that heat start catching y'all, man. Tragic. Oh my gosh! I, yeah, but like, but it's at night. But it's at night. Like maybe, maybe you. Is there a Bath and Body Works for men? Like maybe they got like the little no, cheap listen. mist, and that mist ain't really working. They need to get cologne. They need, it's called eau de parfum, parfum. Like it's. Oh Lord, she said eau de parfum. It's a watered down perfume. <laughs> mm. I don't know what it is, but. You know, get y'all some cologne. Like, I'm gonna start buying niggas colognes. But my thing is, like, I like buying some cologne. cologne. Won't you just I buy like, from like, Valentine's Day? I'm not buying niggas shit. Oh, I don't, I'm playing yeah, girl. <laughs> no, I because I don't have a I don't have a man. Like, like if I had a man, I'll buy him cologne on Valentine's Day. But I'm not buying you shit if you not. Like I do have a question. Favorite. Like consistent, huh? I do have a question. Are y'all getting like Valentine's Day gifts for your friends of the opposite sex, or is that crossing the line? Um, I would if they were my Valentine. Like Hansel was supposed to be my Valentine, but he had an actual Valentine, and he tried to call me on Valentine's Day on three way with his Valentine. I'm like, nigga, I'm not even my mama's second child. Why would I be second on your Valentine's Day? Fuck out of here. If, Damn! Shout if, out to Hansel. Yeah, if it was just if it was just like he's my Valentine, I'm his Valentine, I'll get him something nice. You know, I don't know about Cologne. Yes, not here today. I don't nah, know. not yet. Give him. He give might him be with time. his Valentine. That nigga's booed the fuck up. I got faith in him. He'll pop in soon. We'll see, but nah. If if you're not my actual Valentine, like you didn't ask me to be your Valentine, and we had plans to do Valentine's Day shit. I don't think I'm gonna give you a gift. Like you gonna get pussy just like everybody else. I don't know. Wait, what? What the? Hell? 
you just gonna get pussy like everybody else. Like you know how they say pussy's not a gift. Like that's the gift you get. But you expect a gift? If that's my Valentine, I expect a gift. If I'm not your Valentine's, I'm probably not gonna see you on the 14th period. So you either gonna see me on the 13th or the 15th. And hopefully you give me something because if I don't get nothing on the fourth, the thirteenth and the fifteenth, I'm not gonna be upset because you're not really my nigga. But the pussy gonna be real lazy. It's gonna be real pillow princessy. Oh. It's gonna be real. This conversation just went left. So, so you are gonna be upset. I'm not gonna be upset, but it's kind of like um, it's kind of like you give me the energy that I'm gonna give you. So you give me, you give me that. Oh, it is what it is. Energy. I'm gonna give you. I'm a. I'm a pillow princess. Energy. Linda, the answer is yes. She's yes, the answer yes. is yes. That's what that's about it. And that's the world we live in. It's fine. I understand. You don't understand. I do. I really. You asked me to be a Valentine's Day. You're absolutely right. I'm hurt. Huh? I'm hurt. I'll see you on your birthday. I ain't get yes. shit on Valentine's Day. I didn't even y'all didn't even post each other. You guys didn't even you guys didn't even post each other. Like no damn. Because peer pressure is a pandemic. <laughs> Some people didn't even get texts on Valentine's Day. I don't well so general general consensus. If you don't have a Valentine, mind your business. Uh yeah, I think yeah. I think if you don't have a Valentine. Um, or even if you do, my mind your business. Uh, yeah, yeah. Either or. You Always don't know other people. Like, you don't know other people. Just mind your business. Yeah. Great. That's, that'd be great. I, I think that's part of self. Uh, uh, I think that's part of self love. But then you know what? Is it there? If you post it on Facebook, because you know people post stuff on Facebook, then can't you just you know if you post something on a post? putting it out there so obviously you want my opinion right i don't know would it still be my my business can i comment um put it out there i guess you can comment but i mean your opinion isn't really needed like i guess the it's more of a because i mean we put we put things that make us happy on so well i post things that make me happy yeah. on social media i don't post things that I give a fuck what anybody else says mm -hmm. about it, kind of yeah. thing, whatever. These posts make me happy. If it makes you happy, great. And Ciroc if it pisses fresh. you off, great. Now, if you have like a comment that has nothing to do with nothing, you don't really know me, and you're trying to tell me what I need to be doing or what I got, like what I like, like you, my first of all, my daddy don't tell me what to do. So if you trying to tell me what to do, or you telling me that you feel uncomfortable this any other, then you can just delete me and block me. Like you don't have to. I don't really have like negative comments on my social media, so I don't, I don't know what I would do. But I probably block the person because I'm like, I ain't ask you for your opinion. I posted something and I like it. And That's if you true. like it, let me know you like it. If you don't like it, then I agree. So I totally. That leads me to ask you guys this question because I'm under fire on social media by this person for a tweet that I tweeted in 2018. You know you famous. 
comments when they go back in your, in your Twitter. When people go back in your Twitter. I was like, dang, it's 2021. And somebody really went through my entire Twitter to find something. That's crazy. Okay. So I'm going to read you. I, I don't think the original tweet matters. But, you know, that's just my perspective. And I think there could be a little biasy, so I'm hoping Jay can be the unbiased view here because he's really good at being unbiased at times. So I made a tweet in 2018 saying that I value my black, I value my Haitian experience over my black experience. I said, I identify more with being Haitian than I ever will being black. So that tweet at the time went mid viral and every you had people who were like yes that's so true like at the end of the day we're more haitian than we are black and then you have people who are like but haitians are black and it's like whatever perspective that people had people had so this person combs through my social media after i go viral today for tweeting somebody else's tweet um well it's my tweet i guess my comment is was is what makes it my tweet um, but yeah, so I, I repost this thing about this doctor who got rejected for going to Emory University because he was black. Like the note literally said, we regret to inform you that you didn't have permission to apply to this program because you are of the Negro race. Okay, so it goes viral. This person comments underneath it, um, who are you to say this when you're anti-black American? Um... <clears throat> I think I tweeted, I'm a black therapist and I'm accepting new clients, which is true. We're talking about systemic racism. It only makes sense. Of all the businesses that I had, the one business that made sense to, to put in here was the one that helps black people heal from trauma. So I put them, I'm a black, I'm a therapist that works with black and Caribbean communities. Oh, he hacking the shit. No, surely definitely getting hacked right now. He hack, he hacking, he hacking your shit right now. <laughs> Individuals, couples, and families. So he's like, "How dare you go advertise yourself on this, on this, this, and that?" Let me read the full message because child is like, "I don't even know how to reply to this. What do you even say to this?" Um, like Sarah said, Sarah is like, "Ignore." I'm like, mm, "This is a threat." You are centering yourself over uh, your and your immigrant experience over Black American experiences, and that's unacceptable. Do not use Black Americans' oppression to boost your business, especially when you're anti-Black American and you refuse to listen to the people you are exploiting. I have over 20K on my other account, and I would gladly post these screenshots and your inadequate response if you refuse to publicly apologize to black Americans. <laughs> we are not your enemy. While I understand you have heard comments here and there from black Americans. Here and there, you mean from the ages, you mean my, okay. Here and there, that does not justify you calling us the Yanks. I, what is, Censoring yourself in our oppression or belittling us. I'm open to your conversation. Thank you. Why are the Yanks mad that we're saying Yanks? I'm I'm still confused. We're Zoltz. So I asked 
I sent him a DM. I responded to the DM and I was like, and we had this very long conversation. Mainly, I wasn't even, I didn't even answer none of the person's questions. I just asked them questions. Because first they were like anti-black American. I, I didn't know that was a thing. I was like, what is an anti-black American? I've never heard people use it as an actual term. I, I feel like if you're already a marginalized group, you can't be more marginalized than already marginalized. Like you're, anti-blackness is in the whole world. So saying anti-black American is literally putting, that's literary reference, you're putting more marginalization on yourself. You're already so like so like you fuck with black people, but just not the American ones. Yeah, right. yeah, okay. that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but there are people who are like so. Someone else said I asked the question on Twitter, and the person said there are people who think that black people that think black Americans are uneducated, lazy, and I was like, but don't. They think black people in general are like are late. I was like, don't all people who aren't black think that black people are uneducated, lazy? And and it was like, okay, so there are inner groups who are saying that black Americans are lazy. And I was like, but black Americans, I'm 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 confused by it because but then I thought about my Haitian, my Haitian mom. And my Haitian mom yeah. black people are lazy and they're uneducated. And so I can see that side. I was like, I'm not gonna pretend like it doesn't exist because the older Haitians say it for Jamaicans, they say it for Bahamians, they say it for Black Americans, they say it for Chinese. Your mouth is a It doesn't get a care. Everybody but Haitians have problem. That's how- And new Haitians have problem. They be talking other Haitians is lazy exactly. too. And, and they also say that Haitians who don't have an education are uneducated. Yeah. I, I was just like, maybe maybe you had a very bad experience with a Haitian person mm -hmm. and that has pushed you to really be on social media and just try to destroy people's lives by reposting them on your 20K followers so that you can get your point across. I was like, I don't yeah. know. So then, you know, I asked them the question and, and they were like, I was like, in South Florida, we openly call black people Yanks or not anymore, but in the past, yeah. we openly called each other Yanks. Yanks called Haitian Zoes, Zoes yeah. black people Yanks. Like the, it was an open conversation, but mm -hmm. apparently it is a derogatory term. I said a derogatory term, where? I I'm I'm confused where it came from because I thought from my understanding I thought Yank came from like Yankee yeah or something like that and mm -hmm. then so you ended up calling them Yanks but but I thought that was just the I never heard it as a derogatory term it's just Yanks is just to differentiate that yo that this is a Black American mm -hmm. yeah so it, it so. I didn't I didn't want to do the flip, so I'm gonna do the flip here. Why do you call us those? Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Because if Yanks is derogatory, what you, is you pulled the Haitian man there. You pulled the Haitian mm -hmm. man there. Yeah. What about me? Like you call me right. a dog. You pulled the Haitian man on but there. In, but in reality, it is about me because this person went back into my page. It's 2021. You went yeah. all the way to May 2018. I tweet a lot, a lot. I probably tweet five times a day. So to go back five times a day 
over like three years to go find something. And I feel like even if that tweet wasn't there, the person was going to find something to say. So yeah, they, yeah. they go through the tweet and then they say, you said that black people are uneducated. I said, I said, I'm Haitian. Liter our entire country is based off the, our literacy rates and we have very low literacy rates. I don't have the mouth to open up and say that black people are uneducated, especially since I'm the first person in my family to get an education. And they go and they say, oh, you like this tweet. What? You Yeah, you like this. <laughs> <laughs> celebrity shirts. I know. <laughs> You're on celebrity status now. So now I'm like, what do you do when someone's threatening to, uh, am, am, what it sounds like is this person has a clan of, of people who are, what what are they called? Somebody called me. Called me they called me divisive. Oh. Um, they have a clan of people who believe that black immigrants, and this they literally sent it to me. I don't understand why black immigrants think that they can put their own perceptions into black oppression <laughs> because we are. So then they asked me, do you believe that black Americans can be racist? Black immigrants can be racist against black Americans. I was like, we didn't come up with racism, so we can't be racist. And here's the thing. We are, yes, what do you call it? First of all, they, they, they failed to realize that we're also black American because we were born here. So technically my passport says that I am American. Um, and if I was to get pulled over, if I do any census, if I do anything, everything is going to say black and it's going to be assumed that I am black American because I have the citizenship of an American. Why do people feel like I have to choose? My sister does that to me all the time. She's like, oh, everything you do is Haitian. Everything you do is Haitian. And I'm like, everything that I do is not Haitian. I just, I am Haitian. Like, I'm Haitian. So, yes, I'm going to listen to Kompa. Yes, I'm, I have Haitian friends. But just like, just like, like everybody knows, most Haitians, we're able to do everything. There's Haitians that like to do, like, you know, go to Black American clubs and do, and listen to rap, listen to hip hop, and this, that, and the other. I have friends who come with me to Carnival and, and I've gone to Carnival and they ask me, why am I at Carnival? Um, I didn't know Haitians go to Carnival. Like, we are not, we are not just Haitian. We have the experience of everything and we embrace everybody else's culture and it feels like, no, everybody feel like, no, you need to pick and choose one. Just because y'all pick and choose don't mean that we have to pick and choose. Right, so I'm gonna read a tweet that they wrote that that made me realize that this person is literally just trying to advocate for black americans and it's weird because they were like oh i noticed you put the haitian flag in your bio but not the american one i was like did you not just tell me that there's black oppression and you want me to celebrate the american flag when you just you you're replying to a tweet where we're talking about systemic racism how america denied somebody access to medical to go to medical school because of the color of their skin, not because they weren't qualified, not because they had straight A's, but because the color of their skin dictated that they couldn't get a medical degree. And you asking me why I don't got the American flag on my bio? I 
they if if you're just Haitian American, like if you're just American, I guess you you wouldn't understand the plight of a of a Caribbean American, a first generation, uh, uh, a first generation American. Like it's it's really weird out here. Like they believe that we're supposed to be one certain thing just because now we're in America does not negate the fact that I was raised by Haitians. It's not, it doesn't negate the fact that I've been eating grill. I've been listening to Haitian music. I, I listen to Lara. I dance compa. It doesn't negate all of that shit that I grew up with. One, two, I also embrace other cultures i go to carnival i listen to soca i listen to dance hall i listen to reggae i dance dance hall like it doesn't negate the fact that i can be whoever i want to be and i have all of these experiences in me it seems like black americans don't understand that because they only listen to their like they only do their shit but then again they were only raised with that they were only raised with Whatever their parents were raised with, me, I go to school American. I have at home, I'm Haitian. Like, I have more than one culture inside of me, and I can choose whichever one that I want to today. Right. And I think at first I thought I was a girl, and then you like, oh, my girlfriend's Trini. I was like, mm -hmm. your girlfriend came, is an immigrant. And you don't understand the plight of immig black immigrants. I was like, do you? In my head, I was like, so Loki, you hate your girlfriend because, or maybe your girlfriend, <laughs> unfortunately, your girlfriend might have, might be dependent, codependent on you, because he said, oh, I had to change my girlfriend's mentality on that because it's not fair to black Americans. And, and I was like, are you telling us that it's not fair that we are in touch with, like we know our history and you are robbed of your history. So we have to be sympathetic to you, but you can't be sympathetic of our black immigrant experience. And then he said, black people are the lowest of the American society. And I'm like, I'm black, like, I don't get it. Yeah, but I understand you're black, but you're a black immigrant. You have access to more loans. You have a higher SEO uh, economic status. I was like, what Haitian you know is has a higher SCS? I've never I've never heard someone say that because you're a black immigrant, you have more access to things. Immigrants have access to nothing because it's not their country. Yeah. But I think um he could have this could have been an opening for him to have a conversation instead of a threat. Like when you read well, when I read what he texted you, to me, all I saw was, well, if you don't apologize, all I heard or read was, if you don't apologize, I'm going to put you on blast. I'm going to do this. Whereas he could have reached out to you and said, hey, this is how I feel. Can you tell me your point of view? I feel like it was a, a chance for him to try to get an understanding of why you Yeah, because then it's like, it's confusing. It it's almost like he's angry, but... I don't know. Right, I feel like it have been a good conversation. I had the conversation though. I asked questions and he was saying, he was like, oh, you keep trying to play dumb. I was like, no, I'm, I'm actually trying to understand your perspective. I understand yeah. that Twitter is a space where you preach and that's it. But I'm not a preacher. My, my, yeah. my, my words aren't law. It's an opinion. 
And yeah. if someone disagrees with my opinion, I'm going to want to learn your opinion. So the, you know, I was like, oh, this is interesting. This is news to me. You told me that black immigrants have a higher um, socioeconomic status that you guys remain poor and, and that black immigrants don't. You said that black immigrants have more access to loans than black people. I, I, and the reason why I don't believe that is because we don't get to check off Haitian, yes, Jamaican, yes, Bahamian, yes. We check off black. black. That's we don't where know, I we don't have that luxury. Yeah, I think that's why I'm confused at because the other races see us as just black. Right. It's so I was black. like, I was so. like, I don't know. When we fill out an application, we select black. 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 So how are we having access to more loans when we're black? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Right. I feel like he just felt how he felt. And a lot of the times when people like form their opinions, like they just want to tell you their opinions and they want and you to understand it. They yeah. don't they it's not open for us both to understand each other. Yeah. Right. And then they agree to disagree. They don't have to agree to disagree. He, he, they, he literally just wanted me to say that I'm wrong. I was like, yeah. I was like, well, I hear you. Thank you for sharing. I hope your audience has a great conversation about this. I hope this brings some added value to your community. Um, and he's like, see, that's the problem. You didn't even, ex you didn't even apologize. I was like, what am I apologizing for? I'm sorry that you felt like. There you go. Give him one of those. Yeah. There's nothing to apologize for. I'm sorry you felt like. So I found yeah. a tweet. And the tweet that this person posted. So they said they have a page of 20. I said, so why are you using a burner account to tweet about this when you have a page? Oh, because I don't believe in using my bur my larger account to scope the internet. And I was like, I'm going to come out. I'm going to make a fence to y'all. I just don't know how. Yeah, I'm but, like, so this is the tweet that that sent me off, and I was like, I'm just not replying. Hebo said, "Africans swear we care about their culture, as if Black American culture isn't the dominant Black culture globally." One, it is not. Oh, Two, what is Black American culture? Because Black American culture was what you call it, Black. Black culture was what you got. Black people were stolen from Africa and lost their and, culture. And so, on every application, it says African American. Oh yeah, American. So what is he talking about there? Niggas. That's some nigga shit. Yeah, that's where I was like, oh, this is this is interesting. That sounds like a personal issue, though. Like I've so never. Angry. It's actually a common thing, though, where people where people will disvalue other um other african afro descent so like he's like oh i understand that we are of afro descent and that but you you're downing you're pushing africans down like you people think that we swear about the african culture you're you're black like you are of afro descent like yeah your your black american culture isn't black it's it's the white side. It's the one side. It's the side that you didn't ask for, but you're still black. You're still African. 
So why would you dismiss Africans? And I've seen it so many times where people, again, they'll just belittle black immigrants and then tell us, you can't tell me there's, you can't be like, oh, there's black and then black immigrants. Nah, nigga, we black. They need a little bit of self-love. Period. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said that's a personal thing. How do I sound? Is connection good or? You sound all right. You sound okay. Like you a miss choppy. a little bass. Okay. You miss a little bass. I mean, you could talk like this a little bit. But, <laughs> do you? No, I, I just wanted to make sure I, I, I was quiet and I, I listened to what Sherry was talking about because I've I've been seeing it a lot more recently. And at the end of the day, it all comes back to white supremacy. Um, and it's this new kind of twist on white supremacy that's branded as pro-black American ideology. And they swear they're slick, but they're really not. Like they reach back and they play on the divisions that, oh, when you know our parents and our grandparents came to this country and in order to kind of make a way, we had to kind of cozy up to, I, I wanna say white supremacy in terms of systematic white supremacy, in terms of, you know, we have to find a way to differentiate ourselves from the quote unquote, you know, the lazy quote unquote black Americans or whatever, whatever, whatever. They're taking that, those old wounds and they're pouring salt into them. Um, I, I wanted to bring up a name that I, uh, that I thought was interesting. This dude's name is Austin Chang and he's an army veteran and he's running for governor in Michigan, right? And they describe him as black, but in every article that, in every article they describe him as black, but he's also Nigerian, and they don't really mention that until you go into the, uh, into the, into the article. He's running for governor, and he's in the news right now because he wants to like cancel. Get rid of Black, black History Month. Yeah, he wants to get rid of Black History Month. I think they they throw the fact that he's Nigerian out there as as a way to kind of divide the whole they call foundational black Americans or Americans that are descendants of slaves in this country versus the descendants of you know black slaves from like the Caribbean or Africa or what have you. But I think it really is just American society. Cause at the end of the day, like they, they train you to feel like, oh, you're not black, you're American. Especially when you're in something like the military, you know what I'm saying? Like they convince you that like your blackness is, is, is not as important as your loyalty to a country that at the end of the day is never gonna accept you. It's never gonna love you. It's never gonna do right by you because you are black still, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think being and self-identifying as a black American sets you up for a lot of additional trauma. Um, and that's coming from me as a person who is a black American. I, my passport is an American passport. Like if I go outside, I am an American, but I try really hard not to claim it because I'm also a nerd, and so I look at history a lot. And there's a power in being able to say that, oh, my mom is Jamaican, oh, my dad is Haitian. I have a connection to an actual like black country as opposed to a country that was built on slavery and then continue to find systematic ways to, okay, you're not slaves, but we're gonna make sure you guys don't have rights. Or, okay, you're not slaves, but at the end of the day, we're going to make sure that when you leave the house, you're afraid for your life and you get pulled over by the police. You know what I'm saying? And so, you have nothing else to connect to. Like, you want to have pride in something, but you, there's literally, they didn't teach you about anything else. You know what I'm saying? Like, Americans, 
it's so funny. They overseas they talk about how arrogant Americans are. Like Americans think they're the the best in the world. This, this, that, and the third. And like that kind of faux pride that's really centered in white supremacy. They also ingrain that into people that aren't white but are American. And so I just think it's it's just a really toxic cycle. And I feel like people like Tariq Nasheed, I'm a name drop, people like Tariq Nasheed and other people that are loud and wrong are taking a conversation that I think is important, which is the overall conversation of foundational black Americans are owed reparations. That's not a debate anymore. I'm glad it's not a debate. It should have never been a debate. However, things have, they've, they've twisted shit so deeply that there's no way that the descendants of the specific descendants of people whose grandparents, great-grandparents, great-great-grandparents actually built this country, you're not gonna get what you're owed. And this country is not planning on giving you what you're owed. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And that that bigger conversation is getting manipulated into, oh, well, yeah, I know the country isn't gonna give you what you're owed, but you know what? Fuck them Haitians or fuck them Jamaicans because they come here and, 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 and it, it needs to be a race between y'all versus really addressing the fact that America as a country is a white supremacist country. It's built on white supremacy. It's gonna burn down. They're literally gonna burn their country down before they do right by black Americans. So, so something um, else I take great pride in being Haitian and Jamaican, not because I think. Something else that they mentioned in the, um, in the conversation that really threw me back is, I, under my tweet, I said that my grandfather was 30 years old and my great grandmother was 40 and my, my mom was like five. And the person was like, where's your parents weren't even in this country. And then they replied to me and said that, oh, you don't know the plight of black Americans because you didn't have to go through Jim Crow. You didn't have to go through segregation. You didn't have to go through the civil rights movement. And they were like, Haitians didn't even come here until the 1980s and the 1990s. And I was just like, if you're going to spit historical facts, the least you could do is know that Haitians have been in America since the 1800s. The second thing is my grandfather actually came to America in the 50s. So he was segregated against. He did have to suffer Jim Crow. He did have to go through the civil rights movement. So if there's anybody that understands the plight of black Americans, is the lineage of my family because my grandfather fought grit and soil to not only go through that, but not speak English in that experience. So then he goes, he goes, proof? Where's your proof? Nigga, where's, I'm, you I'm are American. <laughs> I am the first child born in America. In America. Of Haitian, the first one. I am proof. Everybody else before me was Haitian. I'm the only one. This, this American this right here. So then he was like, "Well, that's only to ten percent of Haitians." I said, "Where are you getting these numbers from? Because you just told me that Haitians came in the '80s and the '90s. I just told you that my grandfather came into this country in the '50s to escape the dictatorship of Duvalier for three decades." And you're telling me, now you're telling me that 10% of us came to this country in the 90s, that came to us before the 80s and the 90s. And where he got this number from? He been researching Haitians for years? I mean, I'm confused. Haitians don't no. got numbers for stuff. So how the hell, I'm Haitian and I don't got numbers. And, yeah, I'm I'm confused. And, and, and like you said, everything that we check says black. 
So how you gonna tell us who was Haitian and who was not Haitian when y'all wasn't checking for Haitians? Because American history class doesn't teach you about what Haitians contributed where, where Jamaicans contributed where. It's, oh, slavery, and then we ended slavery, and now y'all Americans. Yeah, get over we it. ended slavery. Yeah, yeah. Abraham Lincoln ended slavery. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln so. ended slavery, and now everybody is equal. And if you talk about it, you're a you're a race baiter. Us being born in America makes us Haitian American. Yes, we may like because we go to school, we learned the same history y'all learned. We go to we had to we had to speak English the same way y'all gotta speak English. We mm -hmm. we go through shit just like y'all go through shit. We went to the ice cream truck just like y'all went to the ice cream truck. We're we're American. We were born and raised here. This is where we were raised. Yes, at home we have our culture, but we're still American. So that's why I be confused when when people like it, it's like I'm Haitian American. Right. And I think that was the problem is that's the thing that everybody missed in the tweet. I said to you guys that I lived a black experience and a Haitian experience. They're two different lifestyles. They're, they are nowhere in the same. We don't have the same beat to music. We don't have the same drop in music. We don't eat the same food. Your, your, my fried pork don't look nothing like your fried pork. Yeah. My rice and beans look nothing like your rice and beans. My food, the way I eat, the way we celebrate religion, all of that, it, it, even our church, you can go to one Roman Catholic church. If you go to a Haitian Roman Catholic church, it is so different. And yeah. it completely, it's a different culture, different tradition. And they, it's like we lived two lives. You had to go to school and pretend to be black. You went home, you had to be Haitian. And that was by design. Because again, they teach you that those others over there are different from you. You're an American. So our white history is your history. And you don't got no other history but this. But Haitian, right. Haitian culture, black people are the only, like we have, black culture is black culture. Whether you were born here, whether you're Haitian, whether you're Jamaican, like we, we, <laughs> Like, as different as our rice is, we're arguing about the fact that we all make rice. And my rice is better than your rice. Like, that's some family yeah. shit. You know they, what? America but isn't a culture. I can't, yeah. help, I can't help but think of how we're not Haitian enough for Haitians, and we're not American enough for Americans, for the first generation of, of Haitian Americans. There's no, yeah. and I said that to him. I said, I don't think you understand. He was like, oh, I don't know what it's like to go to another country, but I'm pretty sure if I went there, they would have told you that I'm privileged. And I was like, sir, if I went to Haiti, they I would still be discriminated. I'm but in America, I'll... white people don't like me. I'm in America, but... black people don't like me. Everybody tell me I got privilege. You say I got black immigrant privilege. Haiti say I got just for privilege. Americans say I got black privilege. It's, it's like we, it, it's we've been going through a lot, right? We've been going through a lot, and Jamaicans just rob you. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, we don't we don't we don't know about the term privilege. We just you know you might get robbed if you go off the wrong uh if you go too far off the, the tourism. Yeah, but if we we're we're never we're never enough anywhere. It's like even even like you know Jay, you get it too because what Jay doesn't speak Creole so then he's not Haitian enough 
but Jay's not American enough either for them. So it's oh, just I'm like, not American at all. Oh, you're not Don't American. American. My, my bad. No, I'm so popular. Bad. You're not so black bad. American. Nah, I got two flags. I'm. Oh. I, I can't wait till Carnival. Run it. <laughs> <laughs> so I I had somebody tell me, "What am I doing at Carnival? I'm Haitian." This is like, all white. This is all white supremacy. Haitians I just I just want to put that. Are out part there. of the Caribbean, bitch. Well, I'm confused. So that's that's the biggest confusion is I think, and I, I came to peace with it. I was like, hey, I told my boss about it. I was like, hey, girl, you might receive some fire just in case it, it goes viral because it is possible. Apparently, you know, like if he has 20k. I was like, I was like, you never know. 20k could mean 50k. I don't. That's just. You know, I'm not going to be ignorant to social media's power. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to pretend like, you know, I don't I don't want this to spend out of out of out of control. I don't think I'm important enough for, for someone to do all of that. But, you know, in the eyes of other people, maybe I am. So I was just like. I was like, if it almost feels as if I understand why celebrities censor themselves on social media, because no matter what they do, people are going to spin something and it's going to mess up their bag. And yeah. people are living in this world where their intentions are, if you don't agree with me, I'm going to make sure you lose out on money. I'm going to yeah. make sure that you don't, you won't be able to wake up tomorrow morning. Let's just say my house was $50,000 and you go and I lose five client accounts because you decided that my opinion was against yours and everybody mm -hmm. else agrees with you. Now I'm losing out on stuff because my opinion invalidated your opinion and you had enough power to mm -hmm. where your opinion could literally mess with my entire company. Yeah. So I see why celebrities are just like, I'm just going to avoid talking. I'm going to depersonalize myself because if I'm a person, people will find ways to dismiss my personhood. Yeah. Yeah. So and then so basically, um, niggas is niggin. Niggas is niggin. Niggas is niggin. All right. So today we are talking about uh, that was a great discussion. Mm -hmm. That was a great Haitian American discussion. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. All right. So we talking about self love today. What is self love? Now, when I was looking, uh, before I had posted, um, if anybody had, uh, loves themselves, um, I was looking for a guest, um, and then as I put it up, I took it down because I thought Linda would be perfect for this episode, right? Because I just feel like she exudes self love, like since the day I met her. Ah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> So somebody, when I posted it, somebody asked me, why is this hard to find? Um, and I told them, some people think that just because you have morals, that is self-respect. However, morals, <laughs> morals and self, I mean, self, uh, self-love, but self-love and morals is two different things. People think that, oh, because I'm modest, I'm mm -hmm. showing self-love. Or, or I respect myself or something like that. But morals is, some, is something everybody builds on their own. Um, 
and usually it's shaped by society. So that doesn't mean that you love yourself. That just means that this is the standard that you have decided that is, I guess, the way to live or whatever. So that doesn't show that it's self-love. Um, but for me, I think self-love is just um, kind of just you care about yourself and your mental health enough um, to the point where other people, like, you don't depend on other people to to love you, like, to care about you. You don't depend on other people. Like, you're not really worried about if other people love you or not. Um, because you love yourself and you know who you are and you appreciate and you accept who you are. So that's like my kind of definition of self-love. What y'all think? I agree. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there because I think for me, when I think of self-love, I think of, uh, I know it sounds selfish, but it's self-love. It's really putting myself first and loving myself more than I can love anyone else. Because I think oftentimes, like moms, I'm a mom, so I hear moms say, oh, my children come first. I believe I come first. Or their children's health come first, or everything is child first or husband first. I feel like, how can I be good enough for anybody else if I don't take care of myself? So that right. means mental, my mental health, especially that, you know, my spiritual health, you know, everything about me. How can I be how can I love someone else so passionately and not love myself? So I always ask myself, why? Like, why do you care more about him than you care more about you, care about yourself? Why do you care about his well-being and you don't care about yourself? Or why do you care about your kid and you don't care about yourself? So what good can I be to the world if I care about everybody else mm -hmm. myself? So I put my, I think when I think of self-love, it's putting myself first, but um, in every aspect, especially my mental health, I'm always checking myself and asking myself, like, why do you feel that way? Why is this making you feel sad? Or when he says that to you, why do you get angry? Like, I always check my own self all the time. So, and most people are afraid to do that. Check themselves. And I feel like the only person that you can be totally honest with and tell the truth to is, is yourself. Right. It's yourself. Right. Okay. Jay, you love yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm alright. I'm I rock with myself. Uh, I I look at self love as making your own wellness a priority above being accepted or liked by yeah. anybody else. Basically, mm -hmm. kind of echoing what Linda was talking about, like being willing to piss people off because you need a break and you need to be yeah. unavailable for a day or so. Mm -hmm. I respect that. That's something I had to learn because. I was yeah. terrified of that. Yeah. And I mean it's also it's also a um it's an ongoing thing. Like it's not it's not you just self-love is just something you do one time and all right, I'm good. But it's something that you have to work on every single day. Yeah. It's a journey yeah. to me. It's a journey. It's something I have to remind myself every day. Yeah. Surely. Go ahead and use your therapist perspective and your big words, Miss Ti. Wow, I don't even use big words. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. Uh, so self love. Wow, the, I I talk about it so much every day, every session, like six hours a day. Um, but I think I self I think self love is very diff 
big word um i think self-love depends on each individual mm -hmm. that kind of like defines what's important to them but the the overall idea is just like it says in the word to love yourself um and it's just really finding what happiness is for you conceptualizing that um accepting some of your flaws whether that's a physical flaw or your moral flaws um it's it's an art of being selfless but also selfish right so you can still be present for other people but also take the time for yourself self-love encompasses um assertiveness boundary setting um and knowing your different like wellness circles and that's like a whole nother conversation, but self-love is just overall being able to be available for yourself. Like, like Linda's mentioned, just like being available for yourself and being there for yourself before you are for other people. Right. Right. So everybody here loves themselves. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? All right. So there's some, there's people out here fake loving themselves, right? Oh God. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know what nobody knows. And you know, the interesting thing that it's funny that happened to me a few days ago when Shirley is talking about social media with stars not wanting to really show who they are or post certain things. I'm not even a celebrity and I won't post certain things. And sometimes I want to, but I don't just because of the people who hate themselves so much that they feel the need to post under my stuff. And and in order for me sometimes to not, you know, in order to not entertain it or not get that negative, you know, feeling on a post, sometimes I just won't even post it um, on purpose because people who I find that a lot of people who pretend to love themselves are out here trying to ruin other people's lives because they're happy. And I get people like that all the time. People who get on my post and put, are you really happy? Um, I co-parent very well with my ex-husband. Um, I spoke about that one time on a live, and this one girl came at me, okay, came at me, and I'm like, why Why do we have to hate men? Why Why should I hate my kid's father, my ex-husband? Because we're, we're, we're divorced now. Why should I hate him? I actually think we're better off as co-parents, you know? And she came at me for, you know, or one time I posted something about him and, and I basically talked about where I fell short at. I posted a comment, what I said to him and how I was having a bad day. And I posted about where I fell short. Oh, my God. They screenshotted it and sent it to him. And luckily, they didn't screenshot my comment. So then I screenshotted the whole comment and sent it to him. And, you know, it's stuff like that. Like, And then I realized, I just realized that a lot of people, the same people who are on social media pretending to be the happiest little butterfly, mm -hmm. like they care about themselves, they go to therapy or whatever they say, are the ones that I wonder, like, are they really happy? Um, do they really love themselves? Because everything I post is a problem. Like everything. I post a dancing video, they go under there, a comment. Oh, y'all, Linda be killing this Kazuma Linda be killing this Kazuma I'm trying to get like Linda. That's why I, I didn't, haven't even posted anymore because, you know, and then normally I don't really care what people say, but then when you see you start to, it starts to affect you a little bit. You're like, wait a minute, let me, let me take a step back and check my own self. 
Mm-hmm. And then I'll continue. So I said, you know, let me take a break because I feel like if I get one more comment, I'm going to be somebody that I left a long time ago, you know? So then I say, let me take a break. Let me check myself because when I realize someone is checking at me and then I'm starting to get angry, then I have to check my own self. Because then it kind of gives me flashbacks of getting bullied back in the day. So then I kind of want to start to, you know, attack too. So I usually pull back in a sense when I need to just check my own mental health and see where I'm at. But I realized from taking a little break from posting, those same people that always comment are so like they're miserable. You didn't block them? Girl, I don't have time to be blocking. I feel like it must make them happy to see me. That's it. I, I would I would block them because my page is not, first of all, the people that are following me, my page is not private. Yeah, my so my page is not private. So technically anybody can go on my page. Now, if you're if you see what I have what like twenty six hundred followers, twenty six hundred people are are happy and they're laughing, they think it's funny, they's this, that, and the other, whatever, and then your ass come in with some negativity, like I'm gonna block you because you fucking up the vibes in here. Yeah. Because I'm right. the vibes. I'm the vibes. Right. Big vibes, you know what I'm and, saying? And I, and I just want to, I just want to shout out Linda and give her her flowers because growth. I think self love is also growth by any means necessary. Yeah. So if you know, if you know for a fact that back in in earlier stages, anger was your thing, and someone is trying to bring you back there, and you don't let them win, and it, you have to take a break from social media to not let let them drag you back. I, I salute that. So, yeah. shout out to you. Yeah. Thank you. That's a part of self-love, recognizing what gives you flashbacks. Because <laughs> when we talk about Yank, that's what I think about. When they used to have Haitian Against American Day, and sister mm-hmm. girl, I used to mm-hmm. hate going to school on that day, and my mom wouldn't let us miss a day of school, and you got to go fight, and you don't want to fight just because you're Haitian. Right, and I think that's so, one of the things. That, that's something that's actually taken me when someone says to me, you know, that, like Linda, I had to take a moment to like, um, I had to take moments to step back because Palm Beach Cheryl's versus Orlando Cheryl's are two different people. Mm-hmm. And I, I did a lot of soul searching and soul digging to push aside Palm Beach Cheryl's, which is the person who didn't take care of her mental care, her mental mm-hmm. wellness, the person who didn't really have much self-love, the one that depended on other people's opinions, very bad boundaries, poor communication skills. I'm not that person anymore. So when someone kind of like puts me in a position where I, I'm all of that kind of like eliminates, I'm ready to pounce. So a lot of times I had to disconnect myself. Like I had to uninstall my Twitter because I knew if I kept communicating, I'm not gonna stop talking to you because I'm the kind of person that I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to you until I get you to shut the fuck up. And if, if I kept doing that, I knew I would have eventually put myself in a position where I was going to be very negative, like mm-hmm. cussing people out. And I haven't cussed someone out in a very long time. Like I, I haven't found a reason to cuss anybody out in a very long time other than the whole black Dr. Love branch. So I haven't had any other reason to cuss the money. So what I decided to do is just like distance myself. And it's a very good skill. It's called retracting. Like so mm-hmm. taking a step back, rethinking, 
before you say what you are about to say, rethink it. Because if it's going to hurt you, if you won't say it to your friend and you won't say it to your family, chances are you shouldn't be saying it to somebody else's child. Yeah. And respond. So I've had to do a lot of soul searching to basically control my emotions and come into situations very safe and sound. And I think I think the more you grow in business, the more you care about protecting your brand versus your opinion. So yeah. I say less of things so that you can be that very so you can be that protective mom to your to yourself or your your wellness or your company, whatever is important to you. Sirak. As as we closed out this conversation, I think it's been a great conversation, but I just want to amend something. I think earlier we came to the conclusion that this was some nigga shit. Like this whole, oh, my struggle is is deeper than your struggle because this this and third. I wanna I wanna change the term to cracker shit. Because even 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 those fights that you that y'all used to have in school, because by the time I was coming up, being Haitian was cool. Like that transition was beginning to happen. But I know there was a time when it was literally Every day at school, you know you're gonna get into a fight because you happen to be black American, you happen to be Haitian. But what blows my mind is I work, I work in, I had a chance to work in the school for a minute. And to see how they respond to certain fights, like they shut down the school, they take the person who's fighting, they had the deputies come. And I'm like, y'all knew for a fact every day there's gonna be this type of fight and y'all didn't intervene or anything. Like mm-hmm. that's some crack shit. That's crack shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like they let that happen that's on purpose. Like, but- one, but, I think one of my uh, friends said, you sure this person isn't white? Because they acted very white. And I was like, oh, you know what? That could be I, I know. Well, That's true. She kept calling me a Haitian immigrant. I was like, I'm not an immigrant. Yeah. What a, <laughs> who does it help? Like my cons- like Conspiracy J in, in the mix. Like Who does it help that we spend all yeah. this energy going back and forth fighting mm-hmm. each other? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to let it rock, though. Go ahead, Sarah. All right. So, um... Do you guys have any advice on other people trying to obtain self-love? Practice. Like, practice how? Like, go to... How do you practice self-love? Yeah, how you practice self-love? Sometimes you got to uninstall your little Twitter app. Sometimes you got to uninstall your little Instagram and actually take a second and get to know yourself. Because how you love yourself and you a stranger to yourself, you've never had a second to just shut up and find out what actually makes you happy. Like you so busy leaving comments under other people's stuff or getting upset because that couple over there did Valentine's Day this this way and we did Valentine's Day this this way. So now I'm mad at myself and my partner and everybody involved. Just shut up. Find out what actually makes you happy. Figure, well, figure that yeah. out. If that Valentine's Day way would have made you happy, I feel like you should have just communicated that with your partner and let them know this is what would have made me happy. Now, if your partner didn't do that. Oh, you being cute. Who's being cute? You being cute. I feel like if if you feel like a day that a white man gave you is the only way you're going to find happiness... We already we're already in a fucked up. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, but if you if you choose that you choose because yes, the white man told you this day, whatever. Now, if it's still your decision whether or not if you want to partake in that day. Now, if you you want to partake in that day, if you want to partake in that day, you can't tell people you can't be you can't be mad at people for wanting to be a part of something. I'm saying find your happiness regardless of what day it is. February 15 is a beautiful day. 
Weather Facts. was beautiful. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Why are you tied to this if, one day because of what your timeline looks like? That's crazy. Facts. However, You're not gonna be happy. however, if I decide I also want to partake in that day, you can't be mad at me for wanting to partake in that day. I, and this is this is this goes to 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 what I'm saying. Like people need to find people who click with them. There are some niggas who also feel like that day is special and I'm going to do some shit for my girl on that day. There are women who say, man, I fuck Valentine's Day. I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, just just let's let's not do anything on Valentine's Day, but let's do something uh, like on another day. That's cool. Find somebody that matches your shit because if I want to celebrate that day and you don't want to celebrate that day, one of us is going to be upset. I think So we're saying the same thing. I yeah. think it's very important to well, highlight that it's not about the 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 patriarchy or 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 everything else that's aligned the the capitalism that's aligned with the day. It's that this is a day that the person you are in a relationship with wants to feel affirmed by you, not necessarily like. Not necessarily just like the day in itself. Like, yes, everybody else is doing that. Yes, love is filled in the air. But on this day, this person also wants to be shown love. And so when I when I said the whole, like, like I said, if Chap said to me, Valentine's Day is important for him, we're going to meet in the middle. I don't care about Valentine's Day. So you don't have to give me a gift. But if you care about Valentine's Day, I'm going to give you the gift. I'm going to meet you in that middle ground. Maybe one Valentine's Day we can celebrate. The other Valentine's Day we don't celebrate. An example is on Valentine's Day, Chap said to me, I would really appreciate it because I spend a lot of time with my male friends. Like I go down south and hang out with my best, my best male friend down south. It'll be like a random Tuesday I hang out with Zed. Another day I hang out with Cameron. So he said, I would really appreciate. I know you don't care about Valentine's Day. But on this day, do not hang out with a man because I understand what this day represents. Okay, I get it. I'm not going to do something that I know is going to upset my partner. I didn't have plans on spending any time with no man. But just in case you thought I was, I'm not doing that. Right? right. So it's, 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 that, it's the collaborative effort in the relationship. I like Valentine's Day. Give me some love on Valentine's Day. Don't think about the patriarchy of it. Don't think about the capitalism of it. Don't think about what white people are doing to make money or push a narrative on you. Just think about what your partner wants on this day. And and also yeah, keep mind. your partner's love language in mind because like I, I saw something that made sense. If your partner does not appreciate gift giving and you feel like it's Valentine's Day, so I have to buy her a lot of shit, and that's not her love language, she's not going to appreciate it the way you think she's going to appreciate it. Yeah. So Valentine's Day, it, it's a day of love. Now, if your now if her love language is quality time or 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 acts of service that day, you don't have to go and buy a whole bunch of shit. Because that's that's not how she receives love. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be. It doesn't. You don't have to go and spend all this money if she if she would just appreciate that you take the whole day. The whole day is just y'all two 
hanging out or some shit like that. Y'all Netflix and chill. So it's not always about gifts and money and flowers. Like I said, who the fuck is going to keep these flowers alive? The flowers are always dying. <laughs> but but here's the, the point. Dead. Right here's, today, the flowers is gone. It's in the garbage. Here's the point. Before you're able to communicate what you actually like, what you actually care about, what your love language is to your partner, you need to know that yourself. Yeah. Figure, so, figure it out before you before yourself, before you try to communicate something and how you miscommunicating all over the place. That's all yeah. I'm saying. So that's what I was gonna say, what to answer your question, Sorak, about you know, for somebody's maybe somebody who's trying to figure out, like start this whole self-love journey. I um agree with Jay. I think um it starts with knowing who you are. I think for me, um, for many years, I tell people oftentimes that it took me 33 years to figure out who I was and 33 years to, to love myself. Because when I started to ask myself, like, what do you like? What color do you like? So we talk about Valentine's Day. That's when I realized I don't like Valentine's Day. I like, quality, you know, quality time. Spend some time with me. You don't even have to buy me no gifts. On You could pick a random day to spend time with me. So in me asking myself questions to figure out who I was or who I am, that made me fall more in love with myself. That's when I figured out, oh, I like to dance. Oh, you know what? I like doing this with my kids. Oh, you know what? I don't like having them every weekend because society says the mom has to have them all the time. And I'm like, no, me and my ex, we good. He can have them whenever he want and I have them whenever I want or whenever they want. So I started to realize, I fell in love with me by figuring out who I was. So I often tell my kids, if you don't know who you are, the world will tell you who you are so it's like that so how can you on valentine's day tell someone you want all these things but you really don't know what you like anyway so figure mm -hmm. out who you are and then and you figuring out who you are you fall in love with the very things about yourself that people probably told you were not worthy or not pretty like me a lot of people said a lot of things told me things growing up that i found in me figuring out who i was that i actually like that i thought wasn't so good you know um, or how personable I was. My mom used to say, like, oh, you're too friendly, you know? And I get it. I get what she's saying, what she was saying there, too. But walking around mean all the time is not going to get you nowhere in life either, you know? So um, I had to learn that it's okay to be friendly when at times, you know? And that's a part of who I am, and it's okay. Um, so, you know, you just figure out who you are first, I think. And once you start really understanding who you are, oh, my God. You fall in love with all the things about yourself and you won't even care what other people have to say. So I always tell people, get what you get. This is who I am. I ain't changing unless I so choose to or if I'm in a relationship and, you know, I want to compromise with my man and, you know, do something like Shirley was saying. But this is who I am and I love it. <laughs> and I hope another guy does, too, because this right. I love every part of me. Another thing I would add is forgiving yourself. So yes. a lot of people people aren't in the art of self-loving because they haven't forgiven um, a yeah. lot of the things that happened to them. So yeah. that's the being hard on yourself for small mistakes or even the big mistakes. And in, in, in that's like a negative intrusive thought is flipping it and seeing that mistake as a lesson and something to grow from or learning or lesson learned, whatever you guys want to call it. 
but being able to learn and grow from your mistakes rather than living in the mistakes and making it part of you and making it a part of the reasons why you don't love yourself. Yeah. Um, so there's forgiving yourself. And then I think living intentionally. A lot of times people don't know their why and not knowing your why makes it hard for you to be in love with who you are. So when you live intentionally, it's a very accepting, like, mentality like I accept who I am I have purpose I feel like there's a design need for for who I am so when you start to look into why like actually trying to discover why or create why um you'll start to notice that you'll love yourself more that and an example is like me transitioning into like college I didn't know what the hell I was doing what I wanted why I wanted it I just went to school worked went home went to school work went home rent and repeat that was my cycle so I didn't really have much of the, I think like when a lot of times people ask me like, how am I so confident? I just never, I don't know anybody who gave me a reason not to be confident. Like mm -hmm. no one's words could tell me otherwise of what I think about myself. And I wasn't always this way. Like I can remember being 110 pounds feeling like I wasn't worthy, right? And mm -hmm. I, I realized that I didn't have any intention. I based everything in my life around people's perceptions of me versus my own perception of myself. So once I got out of the mentality of like, like people pleasing other people and just satisfying myself, I started to, to tap into my why and I started to learn my why and that ended up giving me this purpose. Um, and, and then I started to just live life intentionally. Like, and once I was intentional about myself, business came, school came, graduations came, like the the stress just started to just like fall off the shoulders and life just became a lot more clear and happiness was like right in front of me. So yeah. yeah that's my advice. Um, I guess my um advice, I'm not gonna lie to you, like the one um I had hit a very low part of my life and I feel like therapy really helped with that because uh, there you learn, you know, what actually triggers you. You learn um, why you feel a certain way um, and things, things of that nature. Cause I, I, I was an extrovert and, um, and you know, I like, I, I, I realized that, you know, throughout my life, like I've been, I've been trying to, I haven't been myself trying to get other people to like me. And that was not making me happy because I wasn't who I was, who I actually am. Mm -hmm. So I feel like <clears throat> once you go, well, when I went to therapy, I realized that and I decided, you know, I'm just going to do me and I'm whoever likes it, likes it, whoever doesn't, doesn't. And I'll tell you, it like being yourself and like having people that like around you that actually love you for who you are and you you don't have to pretend, you don't have to act and stuff like that. Like that actually really helps boost your self-love because it's like now I'm happy with who I am. Like I'm able to do the things that I want to do and I have people around me who are not judgmental, they're not negative, they're not um oh, they don't fuck with you today because you're you're wilding out today or whatever the case is like they can actually pick up patterns of when you're not feeling good stuff like that um so i think that's a good one and then i also feel like learning how to be happy alone like in the quietness 
-hmm. Like, if you're able to, like, there's times where, you know, nobody's going to be able to go anywhere with you. Oh, I'm busy today. I'm busy today. I'm busy today. Like, Valentine's Day, all my friends, they got niggas. So, usually, like, some people will probably be depressed at home on Valentine's Day. Like, damn, I ain't got nobody. But I'm like, yo, I had so much fun being home. All I did was was laundry. I did laundry and I, I I just sat and I'm just happy. Like I I enjoy the time to myself. Like I can actually stay home. Like if if let's say everybody busy today or whatever, I'm like, all right, cool. Like it's it's Shade time. It's it's the rock time. Like it's just me and myself and I because like I'm just so okay with being alone now if you can if you actually master like you don't need somebody else in your space 24 7 for you to be happy like that actually really really helps um because you you're not dependent on anybody else you you're not waiting for somebody else to love you or somebody else to to you're not dependent on anybody so you're basically just dependent on yourself like i know i'm gonna have a good time with me regardless so I think that's the advice that I have for y'all self love. And I think yeah. you really brought up that hit home is that you have to be comfortable with yourself mm-hmm. before you can be comfortable with anybody else. You have to be comfortable in being alone, mm-hmm. right? Because sometimes you're not gonna have everybody around you. Like they're not gonna always be available for you. So you have to be able to comfort yourself in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why a lot of um, my colleagues just say, "How do you feel so comfortable going?" I go everywhere, everywhere by myself. I don't mind, not everywhere, but probably ninety percent of the time, I want to <laughs> anywhere, anywhere. Dancing to when the movies were open, I'd go out to dinner. I go travel alone. I'm just I enjoy my time, mm-hmm. but then when I'm with someone else or with friends, I enjoy that time also. But I found that a lot of people that I know, they cannot do it. I told one of my friend girls, oh, I'm going to go have lunch the other day. I'm like, well, I'm going to have lunch by myself. I'm just going to sit at the bar and eat. And she was like, really? I would never go anywhere without my husband. I'm like, really? Oh, I go out by myself, too. I go out by myself, too. Because it's it's just, it's you get to meet more people that way, too. Because yeah. I, like I said, I'm an extrovert, so I can make friends anywhere. I be making friends on planes. I be making. I went to like the Haitians traveling thing in Saint Martin. I felt like I have all of them on Instagram, and I talk to all of them like frequently. Like I, I make friends everywhere I go, so I don't need to go out with people, um, because like I said, I'm the I'm the life of the party. <laughs> and Sarah, that's why I like your comment so much. Sorry, Shirley. Go ahead. Oh. I was listening to this podcast and they said that um, alone time is important for your personal and professional growth. It's important for you to feed yourself and not feed other people in, in reference to like relationships. You can't only be feeding relationships. You got to feed yeah. yourself too. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Jake. <laughs> I was just saying that's why I appreciated Ciroc's, uh caption that she put on because everyone was posting their lingerie pics on Valentine's Day and me and D were talking I was like yo everybody a lingerie model this year but Ciroc's comment was dope because I do think seeing that energy and seeing everybody like even if y'all don't like each other but y'all button it up just for this one day and you put that out there 
people who are actually lonely, it makes it like 10 times worse. Yeah. Well, oh, you mean the, the paragraph? I thought you meant broke niggas don't deserve no pussy. Never mind. <laughs> let's, let's just move on, man. It's fine. Forget it. Forget it. No, no. Right, I basically, cool. I basically put everybody because, because I know, I know it's hard when you're when you're single. Um, I mean, when I first went away to college, I felt like that during all the holidays and stuff like that. Everybody's around their family. Everybody's around their friends. Everybody's around their significant other. And um, I'm one of those people from high school. I always had a boyfriend, so I was always in something. So when I came to um when I came to Orlando, um I had a Valentine's the first year I came to Orlando, but the second year I went to Orlando uh, the second year I was single and I did not like it at all. And but now I realize like, yeah, they they're trying to but like there's people who we were they were just in an argument over Valentine's Day saying, yo, you better give me this, you better do this for me. And then now he got the teddy bear and shit like that. But it's not just like, like Shirley was saying, it's not genuine. He told you yeah. better give you the shit so that you could videotape it or whatever. There's, there's niggas who, who are um in relationships. They were just in your DMs yesterday. They asking you to go out to eat tomorrow yeah. and they posting a girl. Like <clears throat> you don't want to be in like, I feel like people like they, they will like romanticize relationships so much. Like it's like, it's like the pinnacle of your life but a lot of these relationships are not the type of relationships i want to be in period like i if yeah. i want to be in a relationship like i have my own goals like i say i don't have relationship goals nobody is my relationship goals because all y'all niggas is cheating all y'all niggas is cheating y'all are not happy he beating you you're not, you're you're cheating like you guys are not to, on the same page you're trying to like you guys are saying yes to proposals of niggas like you don't get along with like it doesn't make any all, sense all things that happen when you don't have self-love yeah. Yeah. yeah so i'm yeah. like i i don't want people who are single to feel sad today because think about the times when you were you had a valentine's and that nigga treated you like shit anyways and he got you flowers on valentine's day but he was treating you like shit your whole the whole three years y'all was together, but every Valentine's Day he got you some flowers. Yeah, like all three. There we it go. don't make any sense. So I I don't like when people are like like oh because you're single because people do that to me all the time. Oh you single you single, but I don't want to be with these niggas. I am the best Valentine's I could have, but I'm not gonna make myself my Valentine because it's kind of sad. But. But I love myself, you know what I'm saying. So and and also people need to 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 take in the love that their friends give them. Like they think oh that every day God. is just relationships and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But your friends, my like I think that's a lot of the reasons why I'm yeah. I can remain single and I'm not always looking for somebody because my friends fill that void for me. So. Like if I'm sad or lonely, I can call up my friends and they'll they'll stop by. When I'm when I'm like, okay, well, I've had a lot of alone time. I'm I would like to have some people that I care around me. I'll have a taco night and invite Linda. You know what I mean? Like I have a brunch at my house and invite Jay, even though he may or may not come. But you know wow. what I'm saying? Like I <laughs> Oh jeez. Yeah, Sarah, you have friends. I and I 
I, I think call, that's a... sometimes I call you Jay just because like I'm sad or I want to vent or some shit like that. Like I don't need a nigga like because that's also something that my boyfriend will do when I have one. But until then, it's kind of like all of my friends are my boyfriends right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense or if that's yeah. weird. I get it. We're, we're, we're gonna have to make a part two to this because some of y'all got toxic friendships too. Um, but we not even, we don't even have time to get into that. We about like two hours. <laughs> And um yeah yeah let's, let's just finish friend, up with Valentine's Day. So for, yes. for anyone who's watching, there's this book that I recommend. It's called Black Girl in Love with Herself. It's a guide to self-love, healing, and kind of like creating the 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 life you truly deserve. On my little self-love date to the nude beach, I was reading the book and she spoke life into me. Like when I tell you this book, this book tackled family, friends. This went in on every single component of life that didn't give herself love. And the one thing she said about friendship was, she said, make a list of your friends and write down the people that you can turn to when you are feeling down, when you need love. And she said, a lot of times we seek love in everybody else, but our friends. Like we'll we'll try to go find love in our partner. We'll go find love in some somebody that we can have sex with. But we won't do it with our intergroup of people. We won't go to our friends and say, "Hey, friend, today I'm feeling very lonely. I'd like to spend my time with you." We don't do stuff like that because we're afraid. Not me. Not me. I'd be quick. I'd be quick to do a game night. I'll be doing the game night. I'm gonna do a taco night or something, and I'll I invite all of them over, or I'll hit up one certain like I'll hit up Jay when I'm feeling a certain type of way. I call Jay, I call Reggie, I call, I call like you know, I call my friends, cause like y'all are my boyfriends until I get a nigga. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry, y'all are my boyfriends, and y'all girlfriends are my boyfriends. And y'all boyfriends is my girlfriends. And so I got a whole bunch of them. So maybe I do have hoes. You're wet. <laughs> but uh, Linda, let the people know where they can see you dancing Kazumba and if they need to buy a house. <laughs> um, they can follow me as She Motivates with two S's. And um, for the house, I try to keep it separate now. I'm trying to be better this year. Um, so you can, I mean, on Instagram is she motivates with two S's and for home, I love all things home, um, all things educating about purchasing a home. Actually, I'm, I consider myself an educator. I just love educating people. So for any of that, you can follow me at homes girl, Linda on Instagram or DM me or call me at 954-643-0612, whatever you want, but I'm all about educating in any which way. So it's just motivating you to get your whole life right, whether it be purchasing a home, budgeting, you know, getting your mindset right so you can maybe find a man one day or find a girl one day, whatever you need. I'm here. And click the link in the bio. Link in the bio. What happened? Click the link in your bio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and you guys can follow us at co underscore uncut on Instagram, Twitter, uh, what's the other one? Facebook, um, YouTube, YouTube, yeah. Spotify, Facebook, LinkedIn, LinkedIn, <laughs> Christian, Groupon. Christian Mingle, Groupon, 
Um, T-Mobile Tuesdays. Haitian Sue blog. Haitian Sue oh, blog. Me, <laughs> <laughs> Even though they hate us. <laughs> That's crazy. And all you, all you people that tapped on Sleo Uncut's name in my bio, but then follow y'all fake as hell. They got a whole bunch. What you call? It? They got a whole bunch of. Uh, we got we got good follow. We got a like, good number of followers though. I saw oh, it. We got like fifty five followers, but there's more yeah. people who tapped on the page. Mm. The haters. But you know how it is, right? I was like, how four hundred of you follow me? You asked for this, and y'all. Mm. It is there's what it ants. is. Follow. It went up to, to seven hundred. After I posted that, I was like, "Got some hating ass niggas style." And after being Ooh. famous, though, yeah, Shirley did one post and wow, yeah, 50, 60 followers. So I tried to do it too, but only only ten people clicked the link and only like two people followed. So Shirley <laughs> <laughs> is celebrity. I know. Every time you think you got a little bit of clout, Shirley just outdo you. It's crazy. What? I'm used it's, to it. Wait, you printed. You printing shirts, Sarah? I'm printing shirts. I'm printing shirts. You know what's crazy? I went and got a whole circuit. And I'm gonna be honest, you live too far for me to ask you to print shirts for me, so I'm not about it. <laughs> I bought a whole circuit because I got tired of spending twelve dollars to print shirts. Oh, it's a cricket. So I know. Hey. You told, I think you told. I always call it circuit, but it is cricket. Cricket. See, look. I'm not gonna make it a business though, because it's a lot of work. But I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm so. I I just wanted to do. I I just like doing stuff. So I was like, oh, I, I, at first I just wanted to make the cups because you know it it turned it started with the cup bitch shit. But then when I found out you can make shirts too, I was like, okay. And I'm trying to look and see what other stuff I can make with it. So I've been working on that stuff. So if you're listening, know that you're not too far to get some uh, C1 cup merch. You can definitely get a shirt. <laughs> You can get a cup, whatever you're looking for. Whatever you want. Uh, we got in Orlando and super we got quick. for a lot of I'm not gonna make a business out of mine, but I'll support her business. <laughs> I'll make you drive. If you're not trying to go down south, I'll make you drive for you. Just give me the gas money. Oh, really? If you will chill, do out. That? chill, 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 chill. That's wrong. Well, I'll be, be in Orlando twice. I'll be in Orlando once or twice a month. I'll be back, I'll be back and forth once or twice a month. Sis, this is for Haitians and Vlog. I need them shirts ASAP. You know, what oh, you yeah, you should drop shit. Must be nice. You, drop shit, right. you can take my, you can take all my monies. Let's stop this before Shirley starts flexing on us again. All um, right, follow hey, Shirley Linda. at Shirley Dar underscore. Oh. <laughs> Sick. And then follow follow J Social Justice J at Campaign Season. It's Campaign Season, not cap, Campaign Season. Somebody, somebody said campaign at, at, at CZN or something like that. I was like, it's season. You know, but however you get there, as long as you get there. But I did want to know what Linda had in a, was it on repeat? We haven't done it in a while. Oh, okay. Linda, um, is there a song that you've been listening to on repeat? I only listen to kids music, so you can't even. Go ahead. Take it. You wanna know the name? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a DJ. Yeah, y'all put me on the spot, but on um, SoundCloud, just listen to DJ Shark. All of his stuff, like 
I don't really have a particular one. I just listen to all of his mixes. Just a bunch of mixes to help me with my musicality. I'm always thinking about dancing. Go DJ. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> I'm not the one to ask that. Does anybody else have one? Um, the the A La De Ka is a song with Zafem. It's a new song. I think it's a new song because they've been playing it a lot lately. Um, that's what I've been listening to on repeat for the past couple of days. I haven't heard that song. Jay, what you been listening to on repeat? I've been listening to uh this new kid called Tone Sith. He has a record called FWM, which is uh an acronym for fuck with me. It, it goes hard. I rock well. Mm. Really? Okay. So I've been listening to this call, this song called Black and White by Nasty Steve and Ari Lennox. It's just beautifully done. You know what? That's a lie. I've been listening to Watch the Throne. I've been listening to that whole album like maybe like a week in it, like in a row. Like I'm though I rememorized the entire album just because I just miss lyrical geniuses like Jay and Kanye, but on Watch the Throne, just that album. Yeah. So I've been on that's been on my own repeat for a while to this week. So yeah. about to say because you know they're still around. Like you're talking like they died or something. I know, but yeah, but, but they're they, not. They're around, Kanye, but they're not around. Kanye yeah, Jay Z busy counting money. Watch the Throne again, and Kanye and Jay Z retire like every ten years. He retire and come back. Then so, come back. <laughs> To listen this. But y'all can follow me at Sarah Obama305 on Instagram, TikTok. Please on TikTok. Please on TikTok. On TikTok though. But Instagram, uh, face no, not Facebook. Instagram and Twitter. I don't even really use Twitter no more. I'm about to delete my Twitter. I don't know. Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> and YouTube. And thank you guys again for listening to CO Uncut. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. I have my on code. I'm gonna do my on code anyway. Oh. But y'all can leave if you want. No, go ahead. On code. I don't know if you guys saw this story. Wait, wait. Let's have a moment of silence because I'm gonna add it in the middle. Go ahead. That's love. I appreciate you. I don't know if y'all saw this story about um Shania Bell. She's the lady who uh, got arrested for going to work and leaving her 10-year-old and her two-year-old in a motel. Well, apparently when that story blew up, uh, Quality Control, which is the label that like Lil Baby and some of the hot, hotter artists right now are signed to, their CEO, his name is P, and he don't really do much. Like he'd be mad quiet, so I rock with him. I appreciate that he don't do too much, but he sent her uh, $10,000 to her uh, GoFundMe. Oh, that's dope. So is she still in jail? Uh, I'm not sure, but she has fifty thousand waiting for. Her. Yeah, I know the girl you're talking about. She, if you talking about a girl in Jamaica? Oh no, wrong person. Never mind. Go ahead. No, I think she's in Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio. Shout out to black men supporting black women. That's what's up. That's what I'm talking about. And that's all I got. Bye, guys. Alrighty. Anybody else got anything else to say? No. All right. Jay said. Jay said bye. No. Fuck it. All right. The Rock, are you free tonight? I need you to go live so we can answer these questions on Instagram. Uh, yes. Okay. Bye. So good night, ladies.
Good night. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe, and follow us at co underscore uncut on social media. Thank you.